Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Tell Me Yours, a storytelling podcast with me, your host, Trey Everett. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tell Me Yours. I'm your host, Trey. Today on the pod, I have a really, really special guest. Um, He is an incredibly talented musician and producer and podcaster and audio engineer. Uh, he, He does a ton of things extremely well. He also happens to be one of my oldest friends on the planet. Um, Andrew Dalton is on the pod today, and I'm so happy he chose to tell the story he chose to tell, because as I tell him at the end, it's just really fun to relive a lot of these memories. So please, without further ado, welcome to the pod, Andrew Dalton. Forgive me, I can't remember the name of it. I'm terrible at that. But you, you had, you were in that one band, Luke, for a long time, and then yeah. Now every yeah, time I feel like I see you posted about music, you're like on the road with someone else. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, I get to tour with Asleep at the Wheel. I don't play with them because I'm not a, a just a brilliantly proficient, you know, a classically trained musician. So all of those musicians are just wonderful um mm-hmm. and just so good and i get but I, I am lucky enough to go with them and and do their stage production so cool. um there was yeah there was like an episode of rig rundown that we did for that they did for sleep at the wheel where that have you seen that before i have yeah the rig rundown where the guys like stand with the guy with the spiked like he came from a trapped video he's yeah. like the <laughs> spiked hair and he's like <laughs> and he's like so tell me he'll like look down at the pedal board and he's like so what do you got here man and the guy's just like I, you know and we, we we us musicians like we don't we just like i don't it makes the sound that's yeah. cool and i like it and i don't know what the knob does even if you're an audio engineer like i am i'm just like i don't know this sounds cool so yeah. i glued it to my board and this is uh, and the guy's like so what what's your philosophy with the tones and yeah. stuff like that but they did one for asleep at the wheel which was they did one for asleep at the wheel and i i helped set up all those pedal boards and it's it was funny because you usually you know they'll have like nick reinhardt on those uh, rig rundowns and nora might join us here for no a i bit. love but, it um, this is a very cat friendly podcast yeah I, yeah if you're not like what what's wrong yeah what are you, you even know? doing yeah i'm allergic to cats through it through zoom <laughs> 
and usually but usually you see those pedals where they're just the, those pedal boards where the guy's like yeah i've got 14 delays it's the guy from minus the bear he's like i have yeah. eight dl4s here and they all loop <laughs> into each other and so there's a reason you're watching it because it's you know it's like a a spy layer you're just like what are you, what are you? So, yeah but our setup is very it's western swing and, and ray mm -hmm. benson is of course he's you know he, he's been doing it since 1972 and he's name a country legend he's like best friends with them because they're the mm -hmm. same age and and so it's very meat and potatoes he has like <laughs> a really awesome callings guitar and uh, a telly that i i get to text sometimes and it's like an oversized one so i'm like even on me i'm just like i feel like a baby <laughs> with the guitar and it's straight into a di box and some wireless reamp stuff which is cool but like it's really literally just guitar in the amp so it's That's like cool well, I, did, I didn't get to i haven't watched it yet but i i said but i know what goes on because i do it all so <laughs> it's like it's, it's like, like the shortest the episode amp. ever and so it's just like yeah so tell me about this well i got my guitar and yeah. my amp all right well thanks yeah. and we're yeah. gonna go okay well this has been else. another episode of, yeah <laughs> rig rundown uh but yeah no i I tour with them and do their, you know, help out with their crew stuff, sell the merch and stuff too. And, and that's cool. That. Yeah, it's nice, man. It's it's cool. It's a it's a good gig and uh, teaches you a lot about actual touring, which is wild. Sure. And then you realize that like you do it and you're like, oh, this isn't as cool as you think it is because it's it's a lot <laughs> of just hotels, really. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. like an hour and a half of like, ah, this is awesome, and then oh, okay, a hotel again. Yeah. And so, but it's, but so it's like wildly fun and also very monotonous at this. I mean, you have experience with yeah, music I, and acting too. You've I always laugh. Sets with, I always laugh. Like when I talk to anyone about like going on tour as a band, cause yeah, when you say that people immediately think that you're like playing stadiums and you're, yeah. you know, flying private jets and stuff. And I was like, no, I was like one time we literally got paid $40. So we spent it on Taco Bell and ate it in the hotel room. Yeah, and that was yeah. our Tuesday. Like there was, was no, there's like nothing glamorous about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dad's like, you got groupies. I'm like, no, I don't know. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> like we barely talk to each yeah. other. Yeah. <laughs> We, after a week we hate each other no mm -hmm. uh no it's not like that but oh my god that's funny though uh because yeah, sometimes man, it's like that, that. <laughs> yeah sometimes it is it is sometimes it is it's, i can't imagine man just like me and luke just like having a band that's so successful that we just grow to hate each other it's just like yeah why do that i feel like you get to a point where it's just like hey man if we do this for another year, are we going to end up hating each other? And that other brother's like, yeah. It's like, well, we should probably not do this anymore then because yeah, you're my brother. Maybe let's quit while we're ahead. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> hating your brother over money is like, oh, no, man. That sounds horrible. Oh, sounds man. Like the ending of Requiem for a Dream. Just no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's terrifying. I don't want to do it, man. I um, love it. Do you and Luke still play in a band at all together? Luke still Luke still plays. Uh, I mean, he doesn't. I I play in bands, and Luke is definitely a weekend warrior with with a lot of the stuff. But he's That's still cool. just as talented, so he's still yeah. the one that is able to pick up anything, everything, yeah. and and just immediately. And he always has for he has that just like oh, what's this a piano? And he all of a sudden he's like a saloon master. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, and then but but bass guitar was always the one thing where he was like got onto it and he sounded like billy madison with the clarinet like and it's just like hey man i guess i need to play this hey man i we're gonna cover some stained songs because it's nice. 2002 yeah and so we're, we're i guess i'll play the bass for that and so it's so, so yeah good. man 
that was actually that's actually the story that I was going to tell. I was going to throw a little curveball at you Oh. because I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the audience isn't aware, uh, but we I mean, you and I are yeah. still still in music and we've it's been a part of our lives for yeah. the last 17 since 2003, and 2004, which is and we were crazy in, to think about. It is. It's dude. I we still have brown hair. That's awesome. Which is really cool. We both still do, That's which is cool. great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was driving down the street. This is like three days ago. I was not thinking about connecting with you today. I was not thinking about recording, like recording a podcast with you, but I was just thinking about like, I had two thoughts and they happened simultaneously. And I, I think you'll appreciate them as much as I do. The first thought was, I still think the occasional Smith is a great fucking <laughs> band name. I still I stand by it. I stand by that band name. I think that's a great <laughs> I band think name. It is. Yeah. It can be any genre. It doesn't matter. That's a great band name. Yeah. The second thought I had is I still think Lady or Tiger is a great fucking band name. Luke and I were discussing this the other day, actually. So and just and just to, to keep the audience on board. So Trey and I were in we formed the first band we both of us were in were was together. We formed it yes. together. Yes. With with my brother luke and yes. uh, a couple other buds yes and uh, i don't know if you could just name names i don't yeah, know sure. how you're this is not going to be disparaging i don't think yeah yeah, yeah so <laughs> let's slander our <laughs> bandmates that we haven't talked about in 16 years uh and put it on instagram and talk yeah about throw the zero dollars we've made yeah. um, and, uh, so yeah we formed it with a couple of buds but like it was really i guess that's the story i wanted to tell it's oh just, perfect and, perfect and tell, to, like i want you to tell it with me we could both no i love it i love it i actually this is great because i'll get to hear your your point of view on it which is fantastic well yeah I, okay I think so it's pretty similar but yeah so that's a great see it happens naturally that's a great segue that's the reason yeah. that we're chatting today is because you're going to tell me a story yeah and nora's apparently going to edit and nora is going to edit yeah it's great <laughs> Stand there and <laughs> just hate me for not giving her. She's her food bowl's full and she still hates me. So love it so much. But yeah, so the occasionals that was like so we went through some names, right? So yeah. we had we started out. We, it was your garage first of all. It was which, yeah, my mom's garage. We had your mom's garage. We lived down the street uh, uh -huh. about five blocks, really just walking, biking distance. And but we still always drove always. for whatever reason. And always we were just lazy. Yeah, just you know just get off your asses kids but we yeah. didn't we drove because i got to listen to that 30 seconds of that song from the used and yeah exactly <laughs> before we got to the garage i guess or like man if i drive over to trey's house in five blocks i can get two breakdowns in so <laughs> chug 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 in again so we, so we, yeah so we lived you know blocks away from each other and and had that handy little gas station in between so we could stock up on our monster energy drinks and, yep. and whatnot and uh and we just started kind of getting together right i think the first time we all jammed was actually at the pasadena memorial like practice like choir practice room which we i still we still have i still have pictures i don't know if yeah you know, i do too we, i don't know if you do show notes and you could link those out we i could might probably yeah. link those to some some <laughs> oh, place no. and i i would you know and it's just so funny looking back and and uh oh my on those because we had no idea like yeah no idea what we were doing and i barely knew how to play bass i was just like this note makes a sound and i like mm -hmm. thrice so like yeah we'll, well hey you like thrice and i like thrice that's enough let's form yep. a band let's and do so it yeah <laughs> we literally just like we, i don't think we played any like discernible song as a group <laughs> oh during that God. like we had like a no, console in there mm -hmm. and like it was like a couple of kids from y'all's class was just like they were just like standing at Corey lawler was just like back yep. there with his fro 
just like i don't know if i should say last names but like yeah but i don't even know what that guy is up to anymore i like, don't either yeah i don't either yeah uh and um oh my and, god but, and so we had that like console there and there was like one guy that i don't know if omar omar all of it he would appreciate this but omar Oliver, i actually saw him over christmas he's doing really well and um Omar Oliveira's maybe was in there poking his head Probably. in and like trying to work the console. And oh none of God. us had a clue about how to work any of that equipment. I think it was like a old like Tascam digital <laughs> whatever. And it, we were supposed to record what we were doing. And of, and of course, none of us had any idea yeah. of how to do any of this stuff. And we just got in a room and was just like PV amps and just like I think I had like borrowed an amp from like my, my interim youth minister at my oh church. My it was God. like a he was like, yeah, man, I got an amp in my uh, garage you could just use. And it was like a PV amp from like 1982. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a, just a dusty speaker and you turned it up past three and it just popped. And yeah. Just, like smoked and stuff like that. Oh, and you're God. Just like, you know, and y'all had the, I don't know, what y Luke got that Schecter, right? Yes. So he got the Schecter. I had, and... I believe in those photos, I had that, uh, that red, uh, epiphone with like the it had like the two like horn shapes yeah. at the at the bridge um, yeah you did yeah that's what i was rocking i had i had a fender zone p base which is it, and as an aside i guess there'll be plenty of sides i'm i've sold ended up having to sell all of my early stuff moving here a few years later because you're just broke and living on ramen and yeah. you're just like how am i going to pay rent i guess i'll hawk a guitar and figure mm -hmm. out how to get another one and so but like looking back on it, retrospect being hindsight, retrospect being hindsight, hindsight being 2020, <laughs> you're just like, man, I should have figured out a way to. Be I mean, a, you're not wrong. Yeah, retrospect yeah, like I should have figured out a way yeah. to like keep all. It's because it's just such a thing. And, yeah. Uh, and I got to a point where I'm just like, I'm not selling any of my stuff from now on. But like, that's cool. But yeah, it has like a, a Fender P like zone base, and I, I I don't think I had it for like a year before I realized that like it took a battery and you have to change out the battery. Oh my god. <laughs> So it would always like go out and I'm like, what's the problem? Like it, it would do it at your house. And Luke had a Schecter in like a crate and, mm -hmm. and, and you had, yeah, you had your setup. What, what, what did you have for amps? back? I had a, I had a, uh, I don't know why. Cause again, it's, it's like the three of, it's like me and Luke playing guitar and you're playing bass in my garage. Yeah. And I had a literal like half stack with a line six digital yeah. head. Yeah, man. I don't Dude, know why. <laughs> Yeah, you had a half stack, man. Yeah, it's so dumb. That's crazy. <laughs> half, but like half stack was like if you could grab a half stack and back in those days, you know, and we had Brett and Steven down the street and they're like they were our friends, but also kind of yeah. like our rival band at the same yeah. time. We were just like kind of competing. <laughs> and like what like and Wes was like the one kid that just wanted to jam and like we stole him one day yes, and like yeah. showed up and like they came over and like opened our garage door and he was jamming with us. I remember that and it, so it was like well. walking yeah. in on your wife with another man just like, What's going on here? And they just kinda <laughs> stood there and like and Wes was just like, I just wanna play music, guys. And, yeah. But like they got ha they got half stacks at one point, so it was like the Joneses. It was like, oh well, they got half stacks because when you're yeah. kid, you're just you, you're just like, what do we? How what signifies yes. that you're accomplished with this? Oh, it's it's the size of your amp, right? So yeah. like you had a half, and so like if you had a half stack and you're like in high school or just out of high school, like I was because I was a few years older, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, but if you had one, you were just like, oh dude, you're you're in, man. You're a made man. You got a half stack. You're an actually a musician. Yeah, yeah. you're an actual musician. <laughs> because you had a half stack. 
it was wild and we gathered in that room that was the first mm -hmm. jam session and never played us like a we literally didn't play a didn't single play thing. a single song i think we tried to play one thrice song and like i think we, so and we, so we started ending and that's but i think we what we did do is make uh we did the actually i'm i'm lying i think we actually did do like a snippet that ended up being the beginning of one like the first song oh you're right and the one where jonathan started yeah with the tika, 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 yeah tika, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Oh my God, you're right. It was like the same right. progression as uh, the, the, the Thrice song, The Illusion of Is the Palace of State? The, uh, I don't know. The Illusion of Wings, Wax, Ambulance, one of those Thrice things. Something like that, but, yeah. And so it ended up being a th uh, just a very pretty, but like it was interesting because that was, we got in a room, it, we just didn't know what we were doing, and we yep. ended up, there was something that we made, and then we, and then we, went to transfer to your garage like obviously we got to move this operation to your trey's garage yeah and obviously we're on to obviously we're striking gold here let's move yeah. it over to yeah trey's this garage. high school choir practice yeah. room is not going to cut it yeah obviously we're going to be on tour with thursday in about six months so <laughs> we gotta we're, we gotta move this operation to somewhere a little bit more serious oh my and god so, yeah and so we ended up moving it to your your garage and practicing out of your garage i think at some point uh old jonathan little john little john little jonathan at that but who at this who actually now is like a very i don't know if you've kept up with him he's, he's out in la yeah he's a very yeah. accomplished like jazz drummer like, now which very, is very yeah yeah which like is incredible <laughs> yeah it's so it's so it's I, him and i when i found out he was in la i remember we like touched base and i was like hey i've been out here like let's get together and then we yeah. just never did yeah which is very la to be fair it's, it's not a diss on LA. either of us it's just what happens yeah. you're like hey we should we should do something and then no one ever does yeah yeah that's very <laughs> la and then very like in your 30s how old are you at this point yeah 33 now 33 okay so there we go man and so it's very like 30 because what's that john mulaney bits like th your 30s is just like you have friends and you'll see it'd be like i'll see you in nine days or nine years and yeah. it's fine both yeah. things yeah. Yeah. are fine because yeah <laughs> so yeah and, and, but it, yeah <laughs> and so yeah that guy's still which is it's really cool to see it's really uh, like rewarding to see uh, friends that you uh, connected with through that early on and and then see them again and you're just they're still doing it and, and not giving it up you know mm -hmm. and, and not even in terms of commercial success but they still never put it down and and you know kept on kind of chugging along with it yeah even if they're yeah. just making music in their bed which jonathan i think, I think he's he is like a session drummer now he's like mm -hmm. the drummer from that thing you do where he's just like <laughs> everybody invites him to play i haven't kept a, i haven't checked out his stuff in a long time but the last That's time really i did funny. i was like oh wow he's still doing it man that's awesome and he, so he bowed out at some point i think his parents were like you're not allowed to do that yeah so and so we had we were like oh well we need a drummer and i think it there i but this was pre-craigslist we're talking yes early 2004 right so this oh is pre-craigslist mid-aughts which is which is important to lay the context right because we're all kids the the mid-aughts we were all kids in the mid-aughts were like that time where like internet had hit we had napster we had kazaa we had streaming services that brought you these, these songs for free with mm -hmm. horrible fidelity just yep. the worst fidelity you would listen to these entire albums and it sounded like they were just coated in polyurethane <laughs> like and and just because they were just compressed to shit and so yes <laughs> So, but like that was the only way to stream, and so in some ways, like the mid aughts, that record deal striking dream was still kind of there. Like, yes. you're still kind of like, yeah, you and I, you and I, especially, like, 
I would come over to your house and we would have the guy from drive through like yep. on Richard from drive through yeah, right. He was just yeah. on aim. We right, were just chat like with him. Main, yes. And he would be like, and we'd send him our cr- just horrible songs and like, which I don't know. They weren't that bad for like what we were doing. I, yeah, I, I mean, yes, I completely agree. They really yeah. aren't that bad for what we were doing for what we were doing. They weren't like, yeah. we didn't have to dude. We were like, Hey, let's play in drop C and none of us had a tuner pedal. And we, <laughs> And, and so for that reason and what that was they weren't that bad right oh so yeah like, absolutely they weren't that bad, but, absolutely. So, but, but they weren't like you know they weren't like newfound glory or you know whoever they were signing at the time they we were yeah. i think you were really into the early november and yeah and luke were into luke was just kind of into whatever i was into because he was like the little brother and so i'd just be like <laughs> listen to this and he'd be like yes yeah and so um <laughs> And so it was like hardcore and also, but like also like a perfect circle and stuff like that was, yeah. r- they were really big at that time and, and tool and stuff like that before they were kind of a parody of them. So actually, they're still good. What am I talking about? Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, they're, they're incredible. What am I? Yeah. You know, what are you going to parody do? themselves? How, how hipster can I be? And uh, <laughs> I get but, what like, you're saying though. Yeah, I get and, the essence of what you're saying. Yeah. They're just, they've just been around. For, I guess if you're just, if you've seen them around for a while, you're just like, oh, this is still, but like, you know, we were into that stuff and trying to make these things work and we would send him those songs like over aim and he'd mm-hmm. be like you and you know he was just sitting there in his office just rolling his eyes like cool guys all right yeah. thanks because like he knew that like every kid because he just gave his dude he gave his aim address out he just yeah. gave it out that which he was, was he was a weird weird like a deeply weird man yeah oh like a, yeah, yeah like yeah. a deeply strange man yeah yeah well a lot of that's a, that's a dichotomy too right like a lot yeah. of it's it's a lot of people that do really spectacular stuff also have they that they didn't never put that time into adjust themselves yes yeah into existing with other people <laughs> and so yes. you have that weird kind of thing so i don't yeah i don't know man but like you just had his aim address so we, yeah. we'd be like richard is online so hey man let's send him because so let's go back to the timeline so we got a new drummer right Yes. Do you and, remember uh, how we found him? Uh, and yeah, so that, yeah, so it was pre Craigslist. I was kind of laying <laughs> yeah. the context. It was 2004 pre Craigslist, and so we had there was a site called HoustonBands.net, right? Yes. It was Houston. <laughs> HoustonBands.net, and it was oh ex- it God. looked if you're picturing a website from 2004, and y- you say HoustonBands.net, and oh. it's a band website picture it and it's exactly what you think it yep. is. It, it looked exactly <laughs> like what you think it was oh man and uh and so just musicians would get on bill and they were you know, we are they're all our experience level but you wrote the messages as if you were just like the next big thing like yeah post hard melodic post hardcore looking for drummer and uh you know let's get together let's jam oh, let's man. see what we can do you know we're super pro and so you know our one guitarist has a half stack and so yeah. <laughs> We're working on a bass amp right now. Got something kind of working, but for now, I'm, but for now, I'm running my oh bass through this my like God. it's like Ikai boombox that we found. It's actually, I, the, our bassist is running through a karaoke machine right now, but we're working on an amp. I think we'll get one at some point. And so he came over, man. And so Chris Martinez, man, came over yeah. and uh, set up his his like 18 drums that he had. Like, it was the big at that time. It was the the biggest drum set I had ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah. It with his uh that was still the baggy shorts were in. So we had the mm-hmm. baggy shorts that were like eight the chains for whatever reason. Yep. And like we were all too young to even know what BDSM was, but there were just chains yeah. everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just 
just chains <laughs> off of these shorts. Yes. And the, you know, and the like non-point t-shirt or cold or whatever those bands were that he was yeah. into. He would always be like, Hey man, have you heard the new like Meshuggah record? And we're just like back here listening to like like something corporate or like we're <laughs> you and I Emory. would be in a room listening yeah. to like yeah, I just found a friend and what and he'd come in and be like, Hey, have you heard the new Meshuggah? And we're just like <laughs> Oh I don't God. know, man. I'm listening to the starting line. We're both listening to the starting line right yeah. now. So I don't, probably not, you know? <laughs> so he, but so all that to say is he, wonderfully talented guy. Yeah. And he was, he was into, he was already into like metal. So he had this wide swath of, mm-hmm. of stuff. And so he was able to play really, we just thought he played really cool drums, right? And he could do the double, the double pace. Yep. So for drums, the double bass pedal back then was like the oh, half man. stack of drummers. Like if it you was. could do a double bass yeah. pedal, yeah oh, dude you're actually oh, a dude. drummer we're yeah pay, dude we're paying you the big bucks yeah <laughs> we're buying you pizza every rehearsal because you oh you're man. bringing the double pe- and then you get older and jaded and you're just like single pedal only man you listen to too many yeah. records and you're just like no <laughs> single pedal and if you got if you needed to double pedal do it with a single pedal yeah because you yeah. should be good enough. if you're a real so, drummer you could do the double with it, a single so <laughs> yeah and actually had no we know drummers that can and you're just like how yeah, I still what, can't figure what, it out. Like, yeah, what the, like muscle? logically, I like I'll watch someone do it, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I yeah. don't understand. It's and like what muscle in your calf like makes you go like yeah. with one yeah. foot? Like, what? The yeah, no okay. idea. And so, and so he came in, and we, and so, and then our last piece, we were like, all right, I don't know who came first, but I'm pretty sure it was Chris that came first. Chris came first, yeah. Chris came first, mm-hmm. and uh, and we started jamming. And so and now, now it was like a proper four piece. We had yeah. two guitars, a bass, and yeah. a drummer. And we were just like, because <laughs> no. back then you had to have two guitars. You, you had know, to but, because yeah. you gotta had have to. the harmonizing melodic, the octave chords, yep. right? With the <laughs> octave chords were big, like the mm-hmm. muted, you know. So it was like the one oh, and the five, but God. the three was muted, and so you're just like oh, these, you know. So you're just like trying to say, basically those, which they did. They still sound cool. Like it does, it does. Yeah, still sound, they still sound so cool, man. <laughs> And and it's just the simplest thing. And but you had to have those. So you had to have like, you know, opposite octave chords going. Mm-hmm. And that's what the thing we would do. You and Luke would always you actually you and Luke did that really well because oh, cool. we all had the choir background. Yeah, that's true. You remember that? And I, yeah. I I remember you you know how to piece the influences together when you're older, but when you're younger and you don't know how to put it all together, you're just kind of flailing in the wind. So mm-hmm. but like we had the choir background. So you and Luke were really good with harmonizing your lines and stuff like that. And and y'all would play those, and so we had the instruments together. But our the last piece was a singer. Yep. <laughs> and where did we turn to again? We turned to HoustonBands.net. HoustonBands.net. Yep. And uh, uh, and we and we and we, and we had a guy that read our post. Was like, hey man, I like Poison the Well, and oh and gosh. but a lot of other metal bands too. And his name was Brian, and he came in and did. He said he screamed and all we knew is he could scream, which is really we like, all oh, we were interested in at that point. Yeah. Just let's just yell at the sun because yep. because, you know, we're kids from the suburbs and we we got anger. We're angry. We don't know why we're angry, but we're angry because <laughs> we're we're an average age of 18. So like we're angry, yeah. 17, 18. And let's just yell. You know, mm-hmm. as, but uh, and so, man, the influence on that, it's it's really you. Th- I don't know. I think about it a lot, like the influence of the East Coast post hardcore scene. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they ever re- Thursday was that one band that like Thursday broke and they released the gates of all those bands from the East Coast mm-hmm. down into the world of like MTV 
and stuff like that. And, and that and was so, right around the time that Fuse was getting really popular too. Because yeah. like MTV, I feel like, had just started veering into the reality TV, so they weren't playing as much music. But then Fuse came out, and it was like, hey, this yeah. is all melodic post-hardcore. <laughs> like, yeah. We're going to play thrice music yeah. videos. Like Thursday is going to have that one really, really popular song that was everywhere. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, like you said, that just kind of opened the floodgates for all these like Fuse, screamo man. bands to get it, it, They really did. I, I remember like late one night, uh, watching all things rock with Benji and Joel from Good yep. Charlotte, right? <laughs> and they would host the, the all things rock at, at like 1 a.m. So you're just staying up. And, but the cool thing is, I always thought this too about the Good Charlotte guys. I think those Good Charlotte guys were always pretty real. I think they kept it real. They just figured out a way to like cash in, which like as yeah. an adult, you're just like, yeah, dude, get it. But yeah. like back then, you're just like posers, yeah, man. Fuck with, you. And yeah. like they, you know, they're like infinitely more competent and talented yes. than you, but you're just like, screw those guys, man. <laughs> They're on TRL, bro. <laughs> they were standing next to Carson Daly, and they had a you know, Christina Aguilera interview with. You know, it's like, screw those guys, man. But, like, they were actually really – they're probably really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think one of them's like, still married to an actress, actually. Really? Oddly. Yeah, man. I think one of them's married to – I don't want to say Emily Blunt. It's not Emily Blunt. She's married to somebody else. But it's, like, one of those actresses. Like she's, oh, how you know, funny. They're just, like – she's, like, married to the good Charlie. I don't know who it is. I'm not going to waste my time trying to think. But I was watching that show with them, right? And I had it, you know made myself a late night PB and J and just sat down on the couch and turned on the all things rock on my, on our square non HD TV. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like I was eating and it was just, it was the typical stuff because up until that point, I mean, I, this was probably 2001, a little bit before our bands and stuff, but like, it, it, but until then it was like the stuff you were kind of handed in, in that, in, on like radio like terrestrial radio like 90 yeah. 94 5 the buzz you know yeah. stuff like that where you're just saying yeah 94.5 the buzz never made it as a wise man so it's like every it, all you had was like what was handed to you through radio right and then yeah. cd where so you like you'd get it through these very limited media streams right mm -hmm. so these media streams were very limited and like what you were exposed to was like shows like all things rock you know cd warehouse you'd go to cd warehouse and you'd have to like put the disc in. you'd have to like bring a cd to the guy and there was like a guy behind a counter with like eight cd players and they're all hooked up to headphones and you yes. have to hand it to this poor chud who's like <laughs> i'm like hey man unwrap this and and i guess let me listen to it and so you'd have to like listen to a cd and then you'd be like I guess I want this or you just or if you're an asshole, you were just like, no, I don't want it. Wrap it back up again. So like, I don't know. I know I, like and I did that, dude. I went in there all the time. And yeah. I was just like, let me listen to the CD. And but like I would never wanted to like stay there long enough because I, I didn't know how to enjoy things back then. So the kid. So I was just like, OK, this is good. But like all you were exposed to were those bands. Right. So like mm -hmm. you had to like it was like Lint Biscuit. Um, it was like Hooba Stank. I guess oh, to my point, man. all all you had were these limited streams. So you kind of got whatever, you know, clear channel mm -hmm. shows to put in your face that day, which was it was a lot of like, you know, just Limp Biscuit and the evolution of that new metal stuff. And my oldest brother would listen to all the really cool stuff. And but I never would be in that into it. Like he'd be listening to like the Pixies and and early Stone Temple Pilots and 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 things like that and I and it was always like I was always like that's interesting but I'm ten so like I can't chew yeah. into it. And it but until later on in life I was like oh these are okay you were listening to all the cool stuff so my exposure to that was really there but uh, the self motivated dive into the more honest stuff was really when Thursday broke and it wasn't mm -hmm. until I was watching that episode of 
of all things rock that one night with my PB and J sitting there on the couch and the video for cross out the ice came on and Benji and Joel were like, these guys are awesome watching. It. And then that came on. And then like, once it hit that, that till we die breakdown. And then I was just like, Oh, like, it was like the Tim and Eric, like just the thing where it's just <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, you can be like really honest with music and like talk about things other than like Nookie and, you know, breaking <laughs> stuff and, you know, and you could talk about these real things. They just hit a chord and they were, yeah. Cause it, you know, and it was just like how ACDC would do the same thing where you just, they would hit one chord and you're just like, oh, like, yeah. what is that? And so yes. yeah. it was the first band. And I think that was, that was the impact they had for a lot of kids like us who were in yeah. the suburbs who were kind of limited to how we got our music until that New York and New Jersey East mm -hmm. Coast hardcore scene found its way to leak into all these suburbs in the, rest of the united states and so it hit us at, at you know it cut to us in 2004 and we're just like we need to just scream man we need <laughs> we need to just yes. scream and yeah. and get it out so we so of course we we brought brian over who yeah no vetting process back then for us back then no yeah no, like, no li literally literally this is the second stranger that we just invited this, to yeah, my mom's they, house yes. yeah they could have just had they could have just been like guys walking by walking oh in my god <laughs> that's so funny randy quaid from id independence i could fly i'm a pilot all right well, i guess i guess we're I guess you're I guess you're in our band now. And so oh Brian my God. walked in. And he really here's and here's the thing that I think about is we so we brought this Brian dude in who, by the way, baggier pants than Chris. Yes, somehow. So Impossibly Brian, Brian baggy, came in. Yeah. Brian so Chris came in with the baggy shorts. Brian came in with the Jinkos. Yes. Right. Which yes. that would made us a little trepidatious because we were into the post hardcore. Yes. We're skinny. We dudes, were wearing like right? fucking collared shirts under t-shirts yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and so it was like i don't know if the skinny jeans thing it hit you just yet but it was like hey man jinko is kind of on the way out you're supposed to yeah. look like you're a weezer right now so there's t-shirt so but we but we you know we let him in because he just could scream really well he really and, really uh, well he yeah. could man and and so, but i remember him i just he started he would start singing and stuff and yeah. for whatever reason it didn't hit with us because it, it was kind of he was trying to do like a deftones thing for the time being it was like we could he, this guy could scream let's do it he would always mm -hmm. have ideas about things he'd be like let's cover stay with me by finch and we were like i don't know if we want to cover that song like i don't know if that's the best cover choice he would always pick these you're like my girlfriend really likes this song. Well, let's cover it. But I don't, mm, I don't know if that's the best, <laughs> the best reason to cover a song. But when you're 18, you're just like, yeah, man, my chick likes it. Let's do it. First girlfriend I ever had. <laughs> but, uh, but so like, yeah. So we had the complete set at that point. The pleat, the pieces were in place, and, and mm -hmm. we needed a new name. So the occasional Smith was our first iteration. Obviously, we needed to go with something a little bit more serious, mm, right? Yeah. A little bit more edgy, a little bit more, a little bit more Johnny Depp mysterious, right? <laughs> and so, of course, what was our first choice? Uh, was in silence we speak. Right? That was the first. <laughs> and which is great because at some point. Oh we came God. up with that name sitting in your room. We'd always sit in your room right after yeah. after our like 45 minutes of practice. We'd be like, well, that was a hard day's work. Let's go to yeah. the room now. And uh, I don't know who thought of In Silence We Speak, but we somebody thought of it, and we all looked at each other. We were like, that's it, man. That's it. And uh, <laughs> just... 
just the just the worst name of all time just like oh like what even God. is that you know and so it sounds like the name of like a, a like a educational youth group film <laughs> that like a youth minister would make for like a really cheap budget yeah. to like scare kids into not having sex at, at, before marriage you know <laughs> or in something silence just, like, we speak <laughs> And we we so we and so before that so before we played our first gig we changed it mm-hmm. but but we played our first gig so we practiced we wrote some songs and uh, you know and badly recorded them I don't think we really had a recording really mm-hmm. at that point but we did go play our first gig a couple of months later at a at a place called Cardi's. Yes. That? So Cardi's and I was wearing an old every time I die shirt it's a little too. Too small for me because I was underestimating my love handles at the time. Just just putting away the Red Baron pizzas. And, uh, (laughs) but we went to Cardi's and we played that gig, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like Wes came, I think Chris Wise came, um, and uh, a couple of other people. For whatever reason, I was calling Wes Connie. Uh, that was like my nickname for Wes was Connie. I um, completely forgot about that. Yeah, and I think it's because he had a sister named Connie. And yes. he looked just like her, which was yeah. you know, so bully. You know, I like why did I do that? But like I just called him Connie, just joking, just joking with him. So like if you if I, we've got that recording somewhere somewhere deep. There's a recording of the Cardi's show. There's a recording where I'm like, hey Connie, come to the floor. Uh, come come up to the floor because he's like sitting by one of those tables. Yeah. And but Cardi's, if, for anybody who may not know, um, Cardi's was like an, a, a legitimately like really kick ass venue that had been around. For, I don't know if you ever deep dove into the into the history of that place. Uh uh-uh. But they were around for a really long time. Look it up sometime, man. Because mm. Cardi's, it was down by it was over. I remember it being like down on off of Fifty Nine mm-hmm. in Houston, kind of like where the Summit was, the Compact Center. Um, and was, so we went down there, loaded all our stuff out of my suburban, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, we had <laughs> suburban loaded up the burb and went and unloaded all our stuff. And, and it was our first gig and it was a real stage, man. It was a real stage. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an airbnb 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So we went and loaded in, and they had that that stage, and it was a carpeted stage. I remember that, it, yeah. But you could tell it was carpeted, man. But we were just like, oh, man, this is like the real deal. Yeah. Because it was a stage that was like up off above the ground. Yes. There was a real – bless the guy's heart. There was a real sound engineer. I don't know if they had a bartender, but there were two people that showed up to that show that night. None yep. of us were of drinking age. Nobody in that room was of drinking age. So I don't think they had a bar. If they did have a bartender, he was the angry. She or she were the angriest bartender of all time. because They're just like, what am I doing? <laughs> and so we went and played that show, right? We had it. We did a cover. I think our set was like a bunch of originals. And then we did a cover of Poison the Wells. Uh, Zombies are good for your health. Yep. Uh, which was actually it, it's it, we did all right again with no yeah. tuner pedals. Yeah, no proper setups on our guitars, by the way, for like dropping down to drop C. We're yes. just like, I guess we'll take light gauge strings and oh drop them God. down to C, drop C and that'll be cool. And so but like and we listen back to it. And it's like, oh, wow, this what I mean, for a bunch of kids who had no idea what they were doing, like literal children. This, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> children. It, 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 this was all right, man. It was okay, and uh, and so we so we covered that song. We did that, and so we had our recording. And so I guess the next step was to be a, a you know, battle of the bands, obviously. So Naturally, our next gig yeah. <laughs> was the was the battle of the bands, and uh, so that was actually a bigger show, man. We had an audience for that one. Yeah, uh, we rehearsed. We did actually pretty all right. I still remember the bands. Yeah, show. I had borrowed at that point. I had borrowed a uh, an Ampeg half stack from a buddy of mine who played bass in a in a band called Natricity, <laughs> which is exactly what you think it is. It's the combination of nature and electricity. And like you would imagine, <laughs> like you would imagine, they were very much into Incubus and 311. So Perfect. that's exactly what yep. they sounded like. Yep. And but but yeah, it was a buddy of mine named Houston. I haven't I haven't talked to that guy in so many years. How and, funny. And uh, he man he but he ripped on bass. He was really good. But he was really he was really he was really conservative. He was uh, he was from a really nice family in like Clear Lake, right? So he, like he you know I think his parents were able to buy him or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't want to assume. Maybe he had a summer job and he bought. But he had a really nice amp, and I was just like, hey, dude, can I borrow that for the show? And <laughs> just, had, just had no bearings on like uh, or owning your own stuff or anything like that i was like that guy's got an amp well, let me borrow it yeah so, i can use that one yeah <laughs> i can use that and so that's a thing i can use let me do it so <laughs> how do i put the pieces together you know oh so uh so i went over to his house borrowed that half stack and he but he sat me down he was like you could tell he was very nervous like now if you did it you could read him and be like oh dude this yeah. is okay i'm not gonna do this because you're very scared that i'm gonna break this thing but he like had me sign a little contract like to to borrow the amp for a night amazing. so yeah so we loaded all our stuff in for that but the funny thing is with that is we had signed up for that battle of bands 
after we had come up with our name because i think we were just like hey man let's do this battle of the bands in three months what are we going to name ourselves and we were just like in silence we speak and so that's how we submitted our name so when they handed us our money or whatever at the end of the night i think we got paid actually mm -hmm. by the end of, and 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 they uh they said in silence we speak i think we were actually still billed as in silence we speak or like we called them at the last minute like we actually changed our name to through the glass <laughs> Which is like not, it was like marginally better, but not yeah. really, you know? And then, and then, like, and then, like, this is funny. It was like, we named it through the glass. We're like, this is cool, man. This is awesome. This is like a metaphor for life or something. <laughs> but like six months later, that Stone Sour guy, it was like Corey Taylor, he had that other band and he was looking at you through the glass. We're just like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we got to change our name again, you know? Oh so my God. Yes. But, so so we go back to the to the battle of the bands and and we we did all right man there was a crowd there um mm -hmm. you yeah you ended up bringing your friend who ended up being a girl that i dated for a long time oh fuck and, yeah uh, oh yeah, my god better was that show holy and shit that's how i met gina was that show yeah shout out to her i don't she might listen to this i told her i was doing it and, yeah uh, she might i still talk yeah, to her once in a while uh, i did too man she's that she's is so great. funny and so uh yeah man and so that's how i met her that night and so she you brought her that night because i yep. think i think you were like trying to date her and then i was like hey man and then i was and then she was like i was like hey what's going on it's, we were just yo we were just yo we didn't know yeah, what's going on yeah yeah, yeah. she's cute oh my god cute. and then like, so because like, you asked each other out over aim at that point yeah. we just, like aim with everything so <laughs> Hey, she's really cute. I, if you're not gonna, cause, dude, because I think what happened is you brought, you brought, like you, she showed up, but like you brought another girl too, right? You had another that, girl honestly, show up. probably. That sounds like something yeah. shitty I would have done at fucking 16 years old. Yeah. You, so, so I was like, I think she's, I think she's fair game at this point. I'm, oh whatever. my god. But anyway, there were a lot of people there. My parents showed up. My mom showed up. Yeah. To that, to that show, and and yeah. uh, bless her heart, she came, and my 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 brother, my family showed up, and. Mm -hmm. Everybody Same. came out to the support and it was, yeah, it was really sweet, man, that you, we had family and stuff come out and we did really well. And I remember my mom walking up to it. That was back too, because I will still, I will never forget the smell of that place because that was still when you could smoke in bars, right? Yep. So you, we walked in and you, man, I remember us walking into the front for something and you, that smell yeah. is so distinct of like alcohol and yeah. like. It's like, like booze it's like it's like damp cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, and like cleaner because you you know you clean a bar every night. You have to clean it really well, and so that combination is like a high school cafeteria almost, where you just like you smell it. And you're never it's gonna. So it. distinct. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, man, this it, was it the looks, engine room, wasn't it? It was the engine room. Yeah. Uh, down right down there next to the because the engine and, room at the time like that was the venue that, that the bands the that we loved when they came to Houston they yeah. played the engine room. They did, man. They played the engine room. And so we were not knocking on heaven's door at that point. You know, we were just like, well, we're months away from the big time. Yeah. You know, it's time. It's time to up the game. Right. So. <laughs> so we had that battle of the bands. It's uh, man, that smell just will never leave me. But like we did the battle of the bands and we, I think we ended up doing pretty good. I have the mm -hmm. recording of that somewhere. I either have that one or the second one we did with our, our other single. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But oh, but um, yeah. I don't know what yeah man i don't know if we recorded that one actually i think someone the... has it on videotape man we so we did all right but there was another band there from dallas and they were like these older dudes they were like the no vacancy of our battle of the bands right they're like school of rock like no vacancy like this is our guitar spider 
and right they were though right like they, they were, absolutely they were, they were, the were. No vacancy of like dude did yeah. you watch school do you remember watching school i just Rock? recently watched it like three weeks ago and it was so like that battle of the bands was so much like the battle of the yes. bands we did it, yeah except, i don't know if they did oh the weird ticket scam because like back then so you because dude that was such a so scam as so so bernie made off where like you they would like have you just like sell tickets for like a really inflated price and you had to sell like a certain number mm-hmm. before you got paid or something like that it was a weird deal they did with these battle of the bands but we were all just like what engine room let's do it this old this other band like we ended up like outing or not outing but like we ended up outdoing this other other band like they were like they were like they were these older dudes and like we brought the big crowd because mm-hmm. like we weren't from Dallas, so like we had our crowd, and we were like more of a. They were like super butt rock. Do you remember that? But yes. it was. I mean, it was back when butt rock that was like super the popular. Thing. Then yeah, yeah man, po- the post grunge. It was all the stuff that the 94, 94 5, the buzz still plays. <laughs> they still play it now. Oh, it's God. like every time I go back in town uh, to visit family or whatever, like I will flip it over, man. Right when I get into their range, I'm like, what's on the buzz? And it's still just like memories are just where you leave. <laughs> And so we ended up like outdoing this other band, dude. And like they did not like that at all. Like, yeah, they, they were they, real upset. They were yeah. salty. They were we, salty. again because we were fucking kids. kids we were man. children. Like, yeah. But we were just like we did the chug chug wana wanas, and then we like did. we had the screamer. So like yep. we, you know, and so you know we did the, and then at the end I think we did the, the chug the, chug wana wanas. The chug chug wana wanas, and that's uh, exactly what it is. Yeah. The, chug, the chuggy McWan ones, and so. <laughs> it's yeah man i think we ended it we ended the set with that song which was like burn it down or yep. something like that yeah so sure did just, <laughs> brian would just be like, burn it <laughs> down and they would like keep screaming in acapella like, burr, burr. <laughs> and then at some point and so uh i don't know who started the wana and it was either you or luke yeah it was one of us did the wana and we and then and then we would come in with the thing that didn't make any sense which chris would just be like wana so you'd be like wana wana and then he'd be like so like did totally not truncated to the rhythm of the song but he was like this sounds cool so we'll do this yeah so we all kind of stumbled into the the rest of the song oh my and, god uh, and so we had that but like at the end we would like do the th- i don't know which song i don't it may have been that song and it may have been the notice me song where it was like the the this the ext- we had like an extended outro that everybody was just like went nuts over like yeah intro like we brought it down see like we had the we had the like things like we had the loose entropy of like how do, how do you put on a show we, we were just kids man so we like but that's it's it's this it's such a cool thing about just getting into a room and trying stuff, man. Yeah. It's, uh, and I'll, I'll get into this later, but like it's there's some, there's value in that. There's value in 100%. not knowing what you're doing. Yeah. And just just flailing it and just being like, uh, like not uncomfortable, but comfortable in that unknown space of just like I don't know what I'm doing. Abs- absolutely. And, yeah. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't have any of that philosophy bullshit down. We just knew that we wanted to do it, and so we. We tore it down. We burned it down, rather. We burned song. it down. Yeah, we, we did. We burned it down, dude. With the end of that song, and we just we got off stage. We were just like, "Are we rock stars now? Like, what's going yeah. on?" Like, and I was just back there, like, "I don't know. I need another Monster Energy drink." So, dude, back then I would just chug Monster Energy drinks before mm-hmm. the show, as if that was like a good way to like do any yeah. of that. <laughs> 
like no water, nothing. I was just like, who's got the monster energy drink Cog, and just like crush monsters. And so, and so we'd always go to like Denny's or something afterwards. And I'd just be like face down on the table, just like crash yeah. out from the monsters that I drank. Just like, yeah, man. And then we, so we closed it out and we, uh, and we, uh, you know, did, did our, did our stuff. And then we walked off and we're just like, I, I guess we're rock stars now. And it's, and then like we were loading out and I remember the van. Cause like that band that would play that battle of bands was around for a while. They were pulling out of that parking lot. Remember they had the parking lot on the side. So you mm -hmm. load in through that ramp on the side that went to the mm -hmm. stage and, and they were pulling out cause they had an actual van, right? We were like loading into our suburban, like <laughs> cheer, like partying. We're just like, we won the battle of the bands. Where's the record deal? It was like, yeah. I guess, I guess Epitaph's gonna be knocking on our door any day now. <laughs> Screw drive-through records, man. We're going straight to Capitol <laughs> Records, dude. <laughs> we won our battle of the bands that our mom went to, and so yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they, but they, we were bloating out, and like they, the guy, like, like one of them, like chunked a beer bottle at us. Do you remember that? Like, I do one remember of them, that. Like, chunked an empty beer bottle at us and like shattered at our feet we're like whoa like yeah i remember hey that guys hey man it's so serious you know like yeah. why why so serious you know yeah. and uh <laughs> but yeah man that so that band was like really angry and so it really was like school of rock where like the older chumps like kind of like sulked off and like the yeah. young kids were like yeah and uh and so we did the that battle of the bands my mom walked up to me afterwards gave me a big hug and of course she's super supportive mm -hmm. and she was like i'm you know i'm so that that music i think it sounded like like hell itself but i'm really <laughs> proud of you <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> like you know it's so of course yeah. but like but she was super supportive at the same time i think my dad came out too and he and he was really really psyched and stuff and so and so yeah we did that and i think i don't know how many gigs we ended up playing with that iteration that lineup but at some point we got together we were like hey guys brian's not cutting it all right mm -hmm. and what we should have done was been like hey i you know i should have been like hey luke and trey you're singing you're gonna be the singers now right that that's what that would make the most sense and that's what luke suggested like, yeah and, yeah i remember that for whatever reason i think i may have been the driving force behind this i was just like no we just gotta fire brian you know <laughs> we're look we're knocking knock, knocking on heaven's door and uh record deal is gonna come any day now it's so we need to get good a pro singer all right it's no idea just taking it way too seriously for what it is just like totally michael scotting the whole thing just like so good you know, just, and and <laughs> i think we had the meeting to like fire brian and like get a new singer we were like but like we were so much still kids that we were just like sitting in a circle in your driveway i think yep. that's what we were doing we we're sitting in a circle in your driveway like you know i was probably chugging a monster or something <laughs> and just like well what are we going to do now you know it's like the real world or something we're like well we have to have a meeting let's, let's talk about this what are our options but, but we should have been like you know luke you're gonna sing brian mm -hmm. you scream you're the screamer yeah that's cool it's scream it'll be we'll betray you this shit man it'll be a tray you we'll scream i got a pink tie it'll work you know so <laughs> i got a black shirt i got a black button up I got a pink tie i got a white studded belt i got a dickie's watch okay trey's got a blood brothers shirt over yeah. a white button up we'll be yeah. fine yeah we'll be fine it's cool 
All right, we got the Chuck Taylors. We all got Chuck Taylors. We're good. Yep. Chris doesn't because he's got he's got the shorts that come down to his, his ankles. His, sh- his shorts are down to his ankles, but they're still technically shorts somehow. Don't know how this is working. So we, man, we I think we bre- I don't know how we broke the news to Brian. I don't know if it was over AIM. We probably did something super dumb and childish because it was we were kids and we didn't know how to like properly sever ties with people and uh, or in a professional sense and in yeah. any way remotely. So I think we like aimed him one day. We we're like, hey man, you're out. Sorry, and we. <laughs> Again, the first person we got to try out for us, I don't know how I met him. Um, I think I might have met this guy through a girl I went to church with at the time, which was also just blocks away, right? So I went yeah. to a church there. And uh, and I he, that it, it, she was the one girl at this church who was like into the same. She was like, I was like, hey, I listen to, do you listen to Trapped? And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I listen to Trapped too. Let's let's do this, you know? And so You hear that new Crossfade song? <laughs> yeah, I did, I did too. <laughs> 94.5 the buzz <laughs> looking back at me <laughs> i can see that i never really got it right oh my god maybe in a different light i could see you stand on it okay you can't see anymore i can't afford it <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do the rights you gotta do the rights <laughs> so like she was dating this one dude named nick and i remember nick just having this aura of like uh he was like 25 right he was a little older mm-hmm. than us so we to us we were like 19 y'all were 15 16 17 yeah. i was i think i was 18 19 he was yeah. 25 so we were like dude we've got a yeah got a grizzled vet coming yeah. in and laying the ropes down and he also had a really good voice like he had a really yeah. good voice and like he was like legit he could sing because we, we just wanted a singer right at that point mm-hmm. we we're just like all right look record deal's coming okay <laughs> we got both of us have half stacks now luke's got we all got tuner pedals at this time i got a i got a, by that point i had snagged a real bass amp so i was like okay guys well you know, I've got a real bass amp. We're ready. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready for the big time. And um, <laughs> and so, yeah, we, we brought this one dude, Nick, on. We started playing other gigs and we did Java Jazz. We did Java Jazz with Nick, right? We went mm-hmm. to Java Jazz Coffee House, which if you're from Houston, you're listening to this. You'll, I mean, and you're familiar with that scene back then. You'll definitely, you know, it, recognize that. That, that uh, was that one of my favorite places to see bands play. Yeah, man. It, it was, was excellent. It was literally yeah. a house. Yeah, it was awesome. Really house. I actually remember that show too. I do. Oh yeah, man. I yeah. definitely remember that show. That my uh my yeah, my uh, she was at, by that point she was my girlfriend that you mm-hmm. know, she she came out to the show and her parents came to I think her mom came too. Yeah. She was like little I was a little old. I was like 3 years older than I was. I was probably too old, but like you're I was 19, so I was like Yeah, you were all like still that kids, yeah. gray areas. I, yeah, I was still ways. Mm-hmm. I was dude, I was still a kid till I was 29. Oh, for daughter. sure. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Like I you know, just a lot of life lessons yet to be learned. Yeah. So I still do things and I'm like, why did yeah, I man. do that? I still yeah. don't know how to do, I still don't know what I'm doing with myself, yeah. but you just are better at not knowing what you're doing. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. You just know how to balance your checkbook when you're in the 30s. That's all, that's all the difference. You just know yeah. how to balance. It's, it's, uh, yeah, oh, man. man. It, it, I think she, yeah, she came out and uh, a lot of, we had, there was a few, by that point there, we were playing with some hardcore bands that were like really, really mm-hmm. like serious hardcore bands. And you knew they were serious because the bassist in the band would have the 810 refrigerator for java jazz which is like the size of this bed literally the size of this apartment yeah yeah it's (laughs) but that you know he had the the 810 refrigerator stack they were all dressed like they're in 18 visions and (laughs) oh hey hey are you 18 visions recording the video tower of snakes are you so that's a deep hardcore post-hardcore ref there but i'm (laughs) They're throwing the deep hardcore refs. Tonight. Oh my um, god! 
man, I'm sorry if you got to edit any of this down because we're going off. No, forever. it's going to be great. So, I'm so excited. So, okay, cool. So, because if you're editing, it, there's a lot. A lot. But, a lot's <laughs> not making it though. Yeah. <laughs> but you knew that the band was serious. Yeah. Right? If they had the 810 with the like air conditioner sized yes. case of stuff like that. Yes. So it's the 810 and it was, the- I also remember if I saw a band and they had Mesa boogie gear, yeah. I was like, Oh, that band's serious. Like yeah. they're the real deal. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were man. The, the bass cab with the thing. It was so funny too, because that was the deal they hadn't had. Of course. Now you, you know, I, you know, you do the more, I, you know, got an amp now that just it's the size of a playstation so exactly you put it in your yeah. backpack and it's everything's yeah. cool like the digital stuff sounds i use a lot of dark glass stuff so it's like cool they're just like this sounds uh, just better than everything else and it's yeah. the size of your phone so you're yes. just like, okay yeah. I guess great I'm using perfect that that's yeah beautiful and it just ri- you turn it up and you're just like it's the size of my phone but it, it could power an arena or yeah an arena. i don't know how this is working but back then like to support you it was years like you had mm-hmm. the 810 stacks and then if you were really serious, you had the like almost half as tall road case of like your SVT four and then like a compressor. They definitely didn't know how to use. And then like a, like a sonic exciter. They definitely didn't know how to use and like oh the rack tuner and then like lights for whatever reason, just like the starship enterprise command center <laughs> on your, and it's just like, <laughs> but, and it was all about to topple over. It was always yes. about to yes. topple. Like yeah. it was always just a, a health hazard. And <laughs> And so they're like, man, we're dude, we're in it. I got the, I got the half stack. I've got the 14 tall foot tall base stack. <laughs> and the, we've got all the Marshall stacks and we're good. We were all black. Those guys were looking back on it. Those guys were assholes too. Cause they like ate mm-hmm. a bunch of fast food and just like threw it everywhere back. So you remember, I that? remember like, that too. Yeah. All these bands that we were playing with, they like got a bunch of Burger King and just like threw it everywhere. They're like, we're done with this. And then just chunked it. <laughs> and we're just like, what? what? Man. And then, so we did Java jazz. We did a bunch of other gigs. We mm-hmm. kind of briefly turned into like a, a tool. That's when we took a more of a turn towards yeah toolish stuff. But but because we were so young, we had that brief period with Nick. And then one day we were just like, you know what? Let's just be in an instrumental band. Because that's when we were just like, we discovered like Hella and like our our friends by the end of tonight with yeah. this, this like instrumental indie scene was kind of blossoming. And mm-hmm. and we were just like, and Fall of Troy was really big. And yep all these bands that were like super intricate and musically inclined. And I think that's kind of where we dove off the post hardcore thing. And we're kind of more into like, we got the, that's when the collared shirts under the t-shirts really started. to hit. That's right? when it, it really was, started. Yeah. 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 It was like, we were just got into the, the nerdy uh, instrumental. I remember, I don't remember how I got introduced to it, but I vividly remember I got really into explosions in the sky. And I was like, yeah. this band Ooh. is everything. Yeah. And so we kind of got caught up in that. And so I think we pulled the same thing that we did with, with Brett and Steven that one time where we showed up and Nick showed up for practice one day and like started trying to like sing songs. And we were just playing all these noodly little like, just like stuff that just sounded like a computer, like a dial up modem. Just like, it was like, this is what we want to do now. It was just like, yeah. We're like, yeah, we want to do this. And we kind of like awkwardly just kind of like made him awkwardly aware that like this is what we were doing. And he was like trying to figure it out. We were like, and he was like, I was like, and then I think it was like, this isn't working. So, so yeah. And then that's when we started the Lady or Tiger did the, did the, did the recording. Yep. On the old eight track. And 
again, didn't barely knew what we were doing. We knew what we were doing a little bit more. Because I think that's when, also when I sort of transitioned to playing drums. Yeah, you did. You started yeah, playing dude. drums in that band. And basically, you just took glass jaw beats and then like put them over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're like, how does this beat sound? You're like, hey, man, that's Moo Empire from Glass Jaw. And then also we'd be like, I'm like, yeah, sounds... but does it sound cool? <laughs> yeah, because we pulled a dumb and dumb. We were like, hey, man, that's Moo Empire and Glass Jaw, but it's going to work. Let's yep. do it. <laughs> so, so. Okay. Just... Okay. Do you remember? Because uh, when we were that, um, and I also, for some reason, the name Reign of Capulet comes to mind as well. Yeah, man. I think that was another one before Lady or Tiger, maybe. Um, yeah. It was me on drums, Andrew or Andrew. Yeah. You were playing bass. Luke was playing Always guitar. Too. Was Wes playing guitar with us as well? I think Did so. Did we have that fourth? Yeah. He was our fourth, and he was playing guitar? Uh, it was me, you, Luke, and Wes. Yeah. yeah. That's all it was, and we just kind of noodled. Yeah, literally. And Yeah, just noodled. We just got together and noodled, just did a bunch of noodles, like an Italian restaurant, and just yep. noodled it up, and uh, <laughs> just nudes, you know? And Yeah, man, that was our era. We did a lot of things after that. I think shortly thereafter, I joined uh, the Guns of Will Sonnet. That was yes. the band that joined... Um, which i still think about i still think about that band that was a good band man that you know really once that, something i think about like more than i would like to admit um is yeah. i think i went and saw you guys play a show in houston and uh the guy who played guitar was doing a sound check and he was doing his check and he did his like vocal check and i still this is so stupid but i still think about it to this day when he would just go check 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 slovak, slovak. yeah <laughs> Oh man. I Jer still think about that. It's man. so stupid, but it's still man. so funny to me. It's still so good, man. Oh, it was my the first gosh. time. You, yeah. I still use it sometimes. I still man. think about it all the time. Yeah. Old Jeremiah. He was good. Those are good oh, dudes, man. man. Those are really good. It was, that was fun uh, doing that. Uh, it's weird how that all that stuff all ties in because I ended up, that's, I ended up moving to Austin because the drummer of that band was like let's get a house but yeah man that was i guess that's kind of just the beginning of it that was the beginning of it for us and it was just it man it was it's it's crazy dude it's crazy i'll never forget any of that stuff it was wild man but it, it was yeah yeah i was just gonna say it's it's like it's weird a like how long ago all of that is at this point like we're talking 15 16 17 years ago which is crazy if not longer and then but still how vivid some of those memories are yeah yeah i think too uh when you're kind of in that age of, cause like the bands that we were into during that period, I'll, I still, I still really love, like they mm -hmm. still hold a deep personal connection to me, especially a lot of those like post hardcore bands that I still, I went, man, I went and saw thrice. Um, what was it? September. And they were incredible. They're, yeah. It was, it's uh, their new record is great. And I, and then I, I went back and started listening to some of their recent stuff. I'm like, man, these guys are still awesome. Yeah. They're still great. And that new record they put out is, is great. It's, just, it's so wild and but. i feel like it's so interesting so like obviously you're still you still do music i still do music to a certain capacity but like it's so yeah. interesting to like have something that like in the moment just seem can, can seem very flippant like i just really like this band like i just yeah. really love this music but now looking back yeah. 20 plus years sometimes later 
They're like, yeah. holy shit, I had no idea that this was going to have the impact on me that it yeah. had. Yeah. It's crazy. It really is. I think it's the port- important part of two of like, not just don't take yourself too seriously. 100%. Ever. Yeah. Like, don't do that. I think it's really easy to do that now. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, we're just like, let's break this down into, and let's analyze these two things. It's just like, man, get, let's just enjoy it, man. Just enjoy stuff. Yeah. And you're just better at doing that one without your. We didn't have phone, we didn't have smartphones back then. I know. Flip phones and 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 one and two. You're you're younger. You you really do live in the moment more. And it's mm-hmm. it, you you think about it and you're like, oh, it's always a reminder of like, oh, that that whatever you're doing now was born from that, and that was just because we were just getting together and enjoying stuff. It's like that's really there's really just uh, just do that. That's fine. What that's you, crazy. What you, yeah. you, do? you don't need to watch. For, yeah, start a band now. You kid watch 14 YouTube. How should how you should start a band and stuff like that. It's like, just go do it, man. Just go do it and intentionally don't know what you're doing because yeah. that'll be way more valuable. And any valuable thing I've picked up over time, I started because I didn't know what I was doing, but it's all connected to music and yeah. movies and stories and books. And it's yeah. really just people telling stories to each other, um, which is the, the great literally this podcast is yeah. literally the basis for this podcast. And, and so, uh, it, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's all it's just crazy how it all plays out dude it really is it's pretty wild. i love that i love that well that's again that's a perfect segue so where can i point people towards to find all of the things that you are currently chasing uh so tiger cop is the the project i do with my buddy alex uh and you can find us on youtube uh todd and the hawk season one is on youtube again we did that during covid and uh, season two will be out pretty soon and we're uh we're writing that with our buddy andrew murphy and uh some some more uh, adventures for uh todd the cat i play and uh, alex plays a uh, neurotic hawk so an ocd neurotic <laughs> <It's> amazing <laughs> hawk that's an apex predator but also he's vegan so his wife makes him <laughs> vegan and they go on adventures and so we're writing out that second season and it, we we did it over COVID, and we we uh wanted to just do short little so they're like eight minute episodes super digestible and just we might expand it we might not but for for now that's that's a big enough plate for us is because mm-hmm. we're both musicians by trade so we're you know it's cool. kind of just something we're diving off into uh tiger cop um and we do the tiger cop podcast that's on spotify if you want to listen to that we'll have a new episode of that out pretty soon um i play bass in a band called heavy branches here in town okay uh and then i have uh, a music production uh project coming out pretty soon under the name l2 time machine and that'll Perfect. be out there's nothing you could really find online but i'm working with some really talented uh rappers here in town and some vocal talent and uh doing some music production and uh, also did the theme song for the ton hop which is like perfect i don't know how i made that so but uh uh <laughs> don't know how that sounded so decent but it, it i did. love it um and what else yeah yeah that's that's pretty much it for right now and and uh yeah dude just awesome just chipping and dipping i love yeah. it that's all we can do <laughs> all you can't do really at the end of the day is just just chip and dip just but, chipping uh, and dipping bro <laughs> just what does that even mean? Doesn't mean anything. But at the same time, you know exactly what time. it means. Yeah. yeah, you're like, yeah, I get it. Just gotta chip I actually, it and dip yeah. it, I guess. I actually tell people that, and they're just like, you're an idiot. I'm like, that's I'm amazing. Just, you know, I love that. Wrong, so, um, but yeah, man, dude, th- dude, it was so yeah. good to chat with you. It was so good thanks. to see you. I'm yeah, glad that you're doing to, so well. Thanks for doing too, this, man. Yeah, thanks. For it was fun to like relive some of those things that I hadn't remembered. Yeah. In silence we speak. Now on 94.5, oh the buzz. Oh, my God. I love it. Don't say anything else. That was perfect. <laughs>
I love it, man. Well, thank you again. Uh, um, yeah, dude. Congratulations on the book again and, and this podcast. This is a great, it's like legitimately a great idea. Like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Along with your book and stuff like that. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll be All right, brother. Hit me up if you need links to anything. I can send it to you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I appreciate that too. But um, but, but yeah, man. Good luck on the season two. I'm excited for that to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, brother. Too, I'll talk to you soon, man. Bye. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you, Andrew, for taking me down memory lane. Um, in silence, we speak. That's such a terrible band name. If you want to follow along with Andrew and all of the creative things he is currently chasing, you can follow him on Instagram at Andrew Dalton with an extra N at the end. Uh, be sure to check out Todd and the Hawk, his animated series over on YouTube. And then also check out his podcast, Tiger Cop Podcast. It's on Spotify. I'll throw some links in the show notes. If you want some extra time with Andrew, head over to patreon.com slash tellmeyours. You'll get our full unedited interview, or, or I guess not interview, but I guess our, our full unedited chat uh, with video there on the Patreon. Um, Andrew, like I said, is one of my oldest friends, and we chatted for almost two hours. It was just so great to, to relive some of these really hilarious memories. Um, if you want to follow us, Instagram and Twitter, we are at Tell Me Yours Pod. Be sure to leave a comment, tell us your favorite story, like and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends. I really love making these. But until next week, be kind to each other, and we'll talk soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.